on franchise fitness business secrets. Yeah, say that five times fast. Right? That's a tongue twister <laughs> for sure. It took us a while to make sure it was the right thing, but now it's a little difficult to say, right? Yeah, I feel like Forrest is going to hear this podcast and kick me off. <laughs> or me. <laughs> <laughs> or both of us were dangerous together. I am together. fired now from the podcast. Well, it's just part of it. So, Abby, this is your seventh time working for Iron Tribe? Yes. No. <laughs> I feel like I'll never live it down. Listen, so first of all, Abby is a valued team member and has grown to be a great friend of mine. But with that, you have quit us a few times. I have, yeah. Now, you've left us on good terms. I've always welcomed you back, but it is a running joke because it's true that you have quit us a few times. So tell me about your experience. You, you came on as a coach right out of college and you liked it but didn't love it yeah I think if I had advice for anyone listening right now number one would be always leave on good terms (laughs) I agree with that if you're if you are gonna exit um, make sure that you're doing it the right way Um, yeah so I graduated from Sanford I was a softball player at Sanford and loved the weight room I just loved it I loved working out and I had heard about Iron Tribe through former Sanford athletes Mm -hmm. and talked to Jake Wilkes and um, you know had the had the opportunity to come on. He's currently working. Yeah he was currently working for Iron Tribe and I think it was the second day after I graduated I started working at Mountain Brook and I loved it. Um, It was cool. It was awesome but I knew in the back of my mind that I had gotten my degree at Sanford and to what I thought was the reason um, was to do pharmaceutical sales mm-hmm. or medical sales. And so I think it was two months into my time at Mountain Brook, had the opportunity to go try that. Mm-hmm. And I knew, um, I think it was within two weeks that I had left, tried something new, mm-hmm. um, that, that that was not it. <laughs> <laughs> it did not take um, long. Yes, unfortunately, I found that out the hard way. And I remember falling on my sword and calling you guys and was just like, please take me back, please take me back. Um, But knew that I wanted to be at Iron Tribe and going to do something just because I thought it was what I was, you know, wanting to do turned out to be a blessing to be back at Iron Tribe. Um, And then, you know, was here for a year coaching and then I left again. So, um, you know, if we want to go This is a pattern. Yeah, it was a pattern. Um, So when I came back, I got into coaching and coached for about a year. Probably had the best manager ever. Yes, Karen was my manager. (laughs) We became besties and um, I- you still left me? I did, I did. Um, A lot of things that played into that. I had the opportunity to go move to Pensacola and work in insurance with my dad. And I knew that, I think looking back, it was the hardest but the best thing Mm -hmm. because there were so Mm -hmm. many things I needed to learn. But I also felt like, for whatever reason, that I needed a big girl job. I get it. And I think that that's something we could totally unpack. And we can put that in quotes. Yeah, big girl a big, job. Yeah. Right. You know, now I kind of laugh at that phrase. But um, I, I wanted to, you know, wanted to go learn things and feel like I had a big girl job. And so I ended up going to do that for about a year, a year mm-hmm. and a half. And then, um, yeah, that's when I called you. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Actually, let's back up. So yeah. when you left multiple times, you were always so kind and gracious and you yeah. left on great terms, which is... I mean, that just says a lot to your character, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you left the 
second time you were quitting me directly. Yeah. And I remember looking at you because I think we have a really good hiring process, mm-hmm. right? And I feel because of our personality test, because I'd worked with you for a year, because just of all the things, I remember looking at you and going, you're going to hate it. Mm-hmm. But I think you should do it, right? Mm-hmm. And so you go off and you come back with your tail between your legs saying, I'm glad I did it, but I hate it. Yeah. And you called me for coffee. We went to coffee and you were bold enough to just say, please take me back. I don't care what the role is. Yeah. At that point, I didn't really care about my pride. It was mm-hmm. more so of... Yep. You know, going through a year of living in a city I've never lived in. Mm-hmm. Personally, I was away from my boyfriend um, at the time, now husband. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there were so many things that I felt like I learned through business. Mm-hmm. Of I knew I loved fitness, but I also was very interested in the business side of things. Yes. And so I really think, looking back now, it was kind of the perfect, you know, cocktail, if you will, of learning the business side of how to create relationships and mm-hmm. how to you know, what I consider to be professional, if you want to call it that. You but came back more organized. Yeah. You came back more structured, more time management skills. I, I think mean, it says more about Iron Tribe, though, that I had gone to learn all those things, and I came back to Birmingham, and the only place I wanted to work was Iron Tribe. Yeah. You know, that you could see it like there's this pool of you could do whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know, and I kind of knew I wanted to get out of insurance. I wasn't passionate about insurance, and I'm somebody, I think most people in fitness, we're in fitness because we're passionate about it, right? It's the thing that gets us up in the morning. And so I knew that if I could couple everything I'd learned in insurance mm-hmm. and could apply it at Iron Tribe eventually down the road. Because I think when you came on, when I came on and we had went to coffee, it was, hey, you can come on. I've got a coaching spot. I know you want to be a manager, but it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. I was okay putting in the time that it took to eventually manage. Um, I think it says more about Iron Tribe that Iron Tribe was the only thing on my mind mm-hmm. when I came back to Birmingham. Um, and I knew that if we had kept a great relationship, which we had, we, we even had. talked a little bit yeah. when I was in school, Absolutely. Um, that it would be a possibility to come back. Um, but yeah, I think the idea of going back to a place, so like this is, I guess, technically on the record, my third time working at Iron Tribe. <laughs> Not so um, uh, but It just keeps growing. Yeah, it, it it's something to say about Iron Tribe of grace and you guys investing in your people and and things like Mm -hmm. that so yeah well it's great but you come back on you come as a coach right and then we wanted to progress you into management you have like this electric personality that everybody enjoys so it's one of those things like I think everybody on the sidelines of your life wants you to win right I mean you just have this personality I want to follow you and I also want to lead you it's interesting it's an interesting dynamic to be around with you so with that we believed in you, we trained you, you're great at finesse. And I say, I know you say you love fitness, but your balance is that you love people, true. right? I mean, you love fitness, but not in the way of like, you're trying to always PR and whatever. Mm-hmm. You love that it's this great tool that changes lives. And I'm not putting that on you. But I think one thing that you kind of missed in sharing is how much you love people and what they get from fitness, right? Yeah. We eventually move you into management position and eventually y'all hear how good she is at sales. <laughs> in general and people and leading but she took in her time here she's been on maternity leave so she's not here right now right now maternity Um, leave hiding don't act like I don't see her almost every day because she (laughs) can't get away from us but with that she took one of our gems from average 30-ish thousand a month flipped it around to a steady 60-ish thousand a month and then we had another gem have an incident that kind of went backwards maybe called COVID who knows 
and put her in that gym, went to about 30000 a month, and now it's about 80000 a month. So there's something about you <laughs> that we can plug you in a gym, you can find the holes, and fix it. And I don't know that we can put that in a box, but I want you to try. Yeah, so that's hard. Um, what are the three, like, what's, what are three qualities you think, whether it's building a gym, flipping a gym, or maintaining a gym, that's just really important that's at your core of what you need to execute? Yeah, I think, well, first of all, everything I've learned was from you. Stop. And it's true. You're leaving that on the record so that I'll, like, give you a raise one day. <laughs> I'm trying to get <laughs> trying to get brownie points here, guys. Um, when I was coaching here and I knew that we were going to be, I was going to be a manager one day, and we started training together, there were so many things that I feel like you empowered me with. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think, you know, I did want to take a second just to, you know, talk about there was this moment in time where I was trying to learn how to manage a gym. I was trying Mm -hmm. to learn how to be a leader. Mm -hmm. I put a lot of pressure on myself. And Karen, one thing that you really did well was it was the monkeys. And you probably talked about this on a podcast before. (laughs) I actually don't think we have yet. It's amazing. It's absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing. And it's great for teaching and empowering your employees. So there's this idea that anything I had a question about at first, it was we talk about it and then Karen ultimately decides the outcome. And then once you get through that phase, it's we talk about it and then we ultimately decide the outcome together. Mm -hmm. So that's phase two. Mm -hmm. And then phase three would be we talk about it and then I'm finally able to make that decision for myself. Mm -hmm. Whether it's uh, a discount, whether it's a client leaving, whether it's you're trying to get class schedule, class schedule anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything about managing. And so through that time, I think it was a month. Well, and then you just decide on your own. You don't even right. talk to me. And then, and then the final piece is just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're out there and you're deciding on your own. And so going through each of those phases with you, it really empowered me to feel like it was my gym. Mm-hmm. And I know it's, you know, they're all forest gyms, yes. all these corporate gyms, but but they're not. It's one of our core values. It is, yes. and, it, and it's ownership mentality, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's really feeling like it's your baby, mm-hmm. right? So, being able to walk into a gym mm-hmm. and let's say it's at thirty thousand, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, this is mine. Like you're gonna pick up the trash when nobody's looking. You're gonna you're gonna do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to take care of your baby. And when you have that mindset and when you have leaders such as you that empower your employees to do that and they go into their gyms and they think it's theirs, like, how could you not turn it around from 30 to 70? You know what I mean? Like, how could you not? So how could you not put in the work in order to do that? And so, But it does still take a skill. Absolutely. And so when you think about the three skills that it takes to do that, I think you have to, you have to love people, honestly, and and you said that correct. And you're so authentic in it. You can't fake that. Well, yeah. And I I just, I really want people to win Mm -hmm. and you have to love people. You have to, um, believe that what you're doing has a purpose, Mm -hmm. right? Being able to see somebody lose 30 pounds is amazing, right? It has purpose. Mm -hmm. And then you also have to have some grit. Right. And that's the hardest thing to teach. Right. So being able to say, you know, it's the end of the month, you got three days left. Mm -hmm. And I think it's not, I think it's feeling the pressure, Mm. right? How good are you under pressure? Mm -hmm. And I think that being a college athlete helped that and being, you know, it's the, you know, for me, it was the bottom of the ninth. Uh, There's two outs. What are you going to do? You got two strikes. Are you going to poke it through? What sport are we talking about? I know. Poor thing. She's pretty. She's so pretty, y'all. That's why I didn't want to do the video portion of this because she's beautiful. Um, 
but <laughs> how, yeah, how can you handle pressure? Like, mm-hmm. can you deliver when it's on the line? Okay. And so I kind of try and see that the last 48 hours mm-hmm. of the month, right? Yes. And it's not just me that affects, it's my team. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to bat for my team? And it's kind of the same concept of when you're playing sports of, mm-hmm. you know, I've got 48 hours left. Am I going to pack up at five o'clock just because... I, I want to, or mm-hmm. am I going to, you know, say I'm going to dig my cleats in, so to speak, mm-hmm. and get the job done? I mean, I think that's part of winning. It's part of being successful and been growing your gyms. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it, Addie. Like, I feel like, put me in a gym. Come on, coach. <laughs> put me in. I'm ready to go. <laughs> can, can I put you back in a gym? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, though, you have gone – We took you out as your swan song of one of our gyms, hitting highest numbers, amazing. And you go off into maternity leave, which you're currently enjoying right Mm -hmm. now. And we hope to bring you back because towards the end of your uh, tenure at being a manager before that, we went ahead and dabbled in some support responsibilities for you. And you're one of the number one names that I hear. I miss Abby. <laughs> you're, I mean, I'm like chopped liver now because oh. your ability to champion people and your growth at knowing numbers and strategically making a call that makes someone feel believed in and they know what their numbers are and now what they should look at is one of the most impressive things I've seen come out of you. Like where we say that I decide, we decide, whatever, you're so far on the you decide. <laughs> I can't wait for you to take my job one day. (laughs) Cannot wait. But with that said, what do you think within Iron Tribe? Because, again, who knows who's listening to this podcast? It might just be Sam, her husband. that's true. Um, Maybe your mama. Love you, Sam. If she's not bored today. (laughs) Um, Your dad's not going to listen. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, hopefully it's people that want to work for us. Yeah. Are currently gym owners. Yeah. Maybe somebody who wants to own a franchise. And they're kind of sitting on the fence of that, right? Mm -hmm. And they're thinking... Maybe I should be an Iron Tribe, or maybe I should work for Iron Tribe, or maybe I haven't found this passion of what it is that I want to do. So tell me a little bit about what it is that the advice that you would give to somebody in that position right now. Yeah, I mean, to the gym owners and the potential franchisees, um, excuse me, you can't fix what you don't know. Hmm. And so I wanted to know everything about my gym. I wanted to know every dollar, every cent. Okay. I would I would fixate on it. Mm-hmm. I would fixate on the numbers. I wanted to know exactly how many protein bags we sold, exactly uh, you know, how many drinks we sold. You 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 can't be a master of anything that you're, you you know, you don't know as much about. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to growing your gyms, if you don't know everything about your gym, it's not going to grow. So you have to know what, how many people are you meeting with every week? How many people are you upgrading? You know, you have to know your numbers. And so when we talk about the support, and mm-hmm. I think why I love that so mm-hmm. much, why I love helping our franchisees is because there's so many things that we can get better at just by unlocking some of the things that like are hidden in the shadows, mm-hmm. which is, um, you know, class schedule. Is there a class out there that only three people come to and you could be getting so much more out of that just because there's a report that you didn't know that could be run? You know what I mean? So I think the love I have for a lot, like helping our franchises grow is, um, you know, the love I have for numbers and the Mm -hmm. love I have for seeing, um, you know, running a report six months ago and then seeing the progress. Like, I'm so competitive. You don't even argue anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like so competitive with myself of... You know, I think I was 
I, I literally found a way to run reports for like all of Iron Tribe just because and it would be like the last day of the quarter and I wanted to know where we were on the TCS uh, in every scenario in every tribe section. Tribe Ch- Championship yeah, Series. Tribe Championship Series and I wanted to win it, right? I so, would get emails at 11 p.m. Yeah. With this girl running reports. Oh yeah. So so I think the love for, you know, franchisees and helping them grow is just based off of like there's things that you can do in your business that just might be in the shadows and you're unsure of it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my, my goal is to help franchisees unlock that, mm-hmm. unlock what they might not be seeing and then be able to see six months down the road, like just from mm-hmm. growing and learning and that, like how much more successful they can be. Mm-hmm. Just by being intentional. Mm-hmm. So I know we've got a couple podcasts lined up together, mm-hmm. but touch on a little bit and I'm going off script. We don't have a script. I knew she'd do this, y'all. I knew she would do it. But one thing you just brought up is really important. So I think a lot of people think that culture is, if I say we have a great culture, you think it's kumbaya, we're all besties, everybody's just like happy and zen and chilling out. But I think part of our good culture, and I think the word culture has been ruined into literally kumbaya, is we're so competitive, but in a fun way, right? I mean, so speak to the competitive nature a little bit, because I think that's completely ingrained in our culture where you would think, we're just kind to each other, right? We smack talk. Yeah, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's more so of like, you know, we're we're competitive with each other. You can ask Troy Forrest, one of our managers, mm-hmm. or really any of the managers, because I'm <laughs> I we had we went bowling last week and I was smack talking the manager about bowling. I bowl once every five years. It doesn't you matter, so even if I'm terrible. Though. I'm like I'm gonna trash talk you anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's being a part of a place where you can feel like everyone's on your team but also is pushing you to be the absolute best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know that at the end of the day, they're there for you, they're gonna pick up the phone. I think there's a running joke that I call every single one of our managers every day just to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's just such an incredible, you know, I don't think there's like a word you can put on it because I think any word is gonna sound cheesy, but there's an incredible sense of community mm-hmm. in the competitive nature that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just, partly based off of y'all's leadership, Uh um, just really hiring the right people, Mm -hmm. putting the right people in the right seats. We like to win. We like to win. Mm -hmm. And it's just so fun getting together, like the end of the quarter meetings, Mm -hmm. and we call out the awards, and I've got my finger in Troy's face (laughs) of like, ha ha, I got you, but I'm also like your biggest fan. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that those are just some of the moments at Iron Tribe that are just so precious. They're awesome. I love it. So in summation, wrapping this one up, Mm -hmm. any words of wisdom for anyone who's considering that career change? Absolutely. I would say... Because you've made seven, three here. Exactly. I would say that it's easy if if you feel like you're meant to do it. So like Mm -hmm. insurance is really hard for me, right? Uh, It it wasn't the place for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say that coaching was easy or managing's easy it's all hard everything's hard but it comes so naturally mm-hmm. and I can easily verbalize my love for Iron Tribe mm-hmm. because it's where I'm meant to be mm-hmm. you know it's just it's where I'm meant to be with these people mm-hmm. it's not necessarily fitness right? right like you said fitness is cool it's not I mean it's not mm-hmm. that great it's fun to see people win it's fun to have community mm-hmm. if you can't easily verbalize where you're at 
and why you're doing what you're doing. If you can't easily talk about it, I'd ask yourself why. Mm. I, I would ask myself, you know, am I doing it to, um, you know, what is your motivation? Are you, are you doing it to, you know, collect paycheck? Mm-hmm. You know, some people that, that's it's fine. That's some, yeah, some but people that's what they're motivated about. That. Right, exactly. Um, but I would say if you're not in a place where you can easily verbalize why you're doing what you're doing and mm-hmm. why you're getting up every day and spending the majority of your life mm-hmm. at a place, um, then I would probably, you know, consider that. And if it's, if it's not easy for you, then maybe mm-hmm. you should make a change. So in a sentence, why Iron Trope for you then, Abby? The people. Okay. It's the people. I think that y'all have done an incredible job of cultivating and growing the right people. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. Yay! We're so used to just actually having coffee together. This feels weird. I feel like you, I need you on my couch. I need to curl <laughs> up in a chair um, or eating breakfast, whatever yeah. that looks like. But We did um, it. We did it. Woo! I'm so proud of us. Me too. Get it, sis. Good job. Um, all right. So you'll join Abby on a couple more episodes. And for now, we out. Thanks, guys. Thanks.